Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. Now, here's your host, Katrina Jones. Hey, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. Pretty good. Good. Doing ready for Super Bowl. I have uh, a lie. Yeah. I'm getting ready for Super Bowl. We're getting it. I'm here in the bathroom. <laughs> Because we're getting ready for the Super Bowl thing. So I'm here. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm at, I'm, at, I'm, at a, I'm at a friend's house is what I'm saying, not in my own. Oh, okay. nice. Let me, let me. Well, I mean, I thought you were at the so studio, have, yeah. you know. No, yeah, no, I I'm, I had to, I told friends that I'd come Aww. over for the Super Bowl party. I said, but at Aww. 5 o'clock, I got I to gotta be, like, in a bathroom somewhere, somewhere where people won't bother me. So here I am. Aww. Awesome. We appreciate you so much. <laughs> sure. Thank you, Wanda. It's really not that hard, you know. Thank God for the Internet. Yeah, yeah, and it is Super Bowl Sunday. Hey. Yeah. Let's for, for, for sports fans, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready for those commercials, and I'm waiting for a fourth quarter. That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> yeah, that's really the yeah. best part. Yeah. I don't even know who's doing the halftime show. Oh, you know what? I don't know who's going to be on it. You know? I don't know. I think, I think it'll be a pleasant surprise, surprise, I'm sure. Janet, Janet Jackson? No. Uh, uh, but I don't know. Again? They're giving her a second chance? I don't. You know what? I don't even oh, know. So I'm going to just, just be quiet because I, I really I don't know. So it'll be, it'll be, a, yeah. it'll be a surprise. We'll see. It's going to cool. be a show, though, nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, um, today our show topic is Heart of the Matter, Self-Love versus Self-Destruction. And with this being uh, February and the month of love and, you know, all of that good stuff, um, I thought (laughs) that we're actually, (laughs) actually, Hasina and I were talking and um, you know, we thought that a show that talked about matters of the heart or love and in some aspect would be would be good. And so I put a little spin on it and um, you know, entitled this show Heart of the Matter, uh self love versus self destruction because it's so important for us to learn how to love ourselves. So that Absolutely. we, yeah, so we can be as authentic as we need to be, so that we can show up in our lives the way that we need to show up, and you know, so that we can understand how to eliminate uh, behaviors and and uh, some actions that we may be doing along our path that may not be so healthful. Uh, so helpful for us, and and I labeled it self-destructive. So, you know, what I put on the show page is that uh, it's important to remember that places, you know, we work with people who are aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development. And a lot of times we may do shows and people may wonder, well, this topic has nothing to do with business. 
uh, you know, why are they talking about this? And, and I want people to know that it's about balance. Um, so it's important to know that workplaces are made up of people. And how we take care of ourselves and, and our and our values, how we value our authenticity, it shows up in the culture of our workplaces and uh, well, it shows up in places that we live and work. And I don't know if you've ever heard of a toxic work environment, um, you know, yeah. an environment yeah, an environment that's full of negativity where, you know, there's no team support, uh, no, you know, no yeah. strong, uh, effective leadership, you know, those yep. type of things. But, you know, those those are people and, you know, making decisions based on often what's going on with them um, yep. or, or or styles of leadership that they've learned that that just doesn't work and it doesn't help to create healthy healthy folks don't don't help to help people bring out the best in who they are. So uh, when we talk about definition self care versus self destruction, um, and explore we're going to explore what self love versus self destruction looks like as it relates to our thinking, our behavior, and in our consequences. Um, we're going to learn how to change our, our personal and professional life, um, and we're going to learn how to create the results that we want and deserve. I mean, we all deserve to have uh, happiness and peace and, and health in, in our lives. So we're going to explore uh, the questions, um, am I showing up for myself and others? How am I showing up for myself and others? What values am I am I displaying in my actions? Uh, what are my words and my actions? Are my words and my actions in alignment? Um, it, you know, and we're going to talk about in our health, our spirituality, our relationships. So, you know, how are we showing up? And um, so, one of the things that I like to do, um, or that you know, we like to do is as we talk about a topic, I think it's important that we give a definition of, you know, what, how does this relate? How do these words that we're using, how does it relate to what we're talking about? And so I looked up self-love and according to, to Google, um, self-love is having regard for one's own well-being and happiness. And it's it's different than being narcissistic. Um, you know, when you're a narcissist, when you're a narcissist, it's just all about you no matter what at all costs. Yeah. And um, you know, you, you will put other people down, you you know, you will do self destructive behavior in order to get your needs met. Totally the opposite of um self love. Self love. Mm-hmm. Now, yourdictionary.com says that self-love is the belief that you hold, that you are a valuable and worthy person. And what I say is that putting yourself first, it doesn't mean deliberately or intentionally making others feel less about who they are, um, but it does mean mindfully deciding um what 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 feels good what authentically you know from your core what feels good for you despite what other people may think or feel or say and and i think that you know self love is is a, is a journey that can be real difficult at times um putting ourselves first um because in our society we're taught to put other people ahead of our own needs um, you know, if you if you put yourself first and you don't think about your kids first, then you're being selfish. You know, yeah, if you especially if, as a woman, yeah, especially as a woman, right? But that's not true. You know, we receive a lot of messages from society, from the media, that um, are, are are not healthy messages and aren't always true. And so, um, you know, we have to learn how to put ourselves first and and I know that 
with, like when I'm on an airplane, it, it really sticks in my mind, the stewardess. You know, before you go up in flight fully, this, they always give the announcement that in case of an emergency, the uh, oxygen will lower. Place the oxygen mask on your face first. Then if you have children or others that need to be assisted, after you've placed the oxygen mask on yourself, then assist the others. And that can seem like a really selfish, selfish, selfish message. You know, oh, you know, if I'm I'm in an emergency situation, oh, I want to put this oxygen on the baby first. But if I pass out <laughs> because I can't breathe, I can't help anybody else. And and that's how I tend to look at self care. If if I am not present fully to the best of my ability to take care of myself, I, I'm really not able to help other people be the best that they can be. So what are your thoughts on that, ladies? Well, I'm, I've always been a big fan of self-love versus self-destruction, of course. Um, just, I mean, I'm I'm still single, and I, I dedicate most of my love life to my dogs at this point in time. So, and, you know, people often think that's a little crazy, but uh, what it makes me feel better, and and I've come to the point that I know I know how to make me feel better, and that's self-love. And I can't worry about how it affects other people because it's, yeah, it's it really is all about me for the most part because I'm just more effective. If I'm happier, you know, how it, it's an old saying, but if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And that goes for everybody. Everybody's mama, really. Is that too far? I mean, no. I mean, to me, from you know, when you talk, I, I, I really, and but you know, because I know you, I see an authenticity in that. I mean, you're, you're doing what you feel is right for you at the core, and you know, those, those dogs are important to you. They're, they're part of your family. Yeah, and and, and that's where you put, and they, right, they are your family, and that's where you put your energy. So uh, it doesn't matter who understands that, as long as you understand it. Absolutely. Yeah. So. What about and you, I look yeah. at it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there, Hasina? Oh, she's I'm so dramatic. Dem- so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes. I forget, and I put myself on mute, and I forgot to take myself off. So I was having a conversation with myself. But sounds like you have a different angle. (laughs) And how'd it go? I do, yeah. But um, what I think the issue is, a lot of times I believe, actually, that we go with what we want before we go with what we need. So taking time to calm down, from whatever is going on with work life. We just go into the next facet of our life. Uh, We don't always practice that good self-care. Again, it's about what we want sometimes other than what we need. Sometimes I have to turn around and say, okay, I'm going to rest because I can go and go and go and friends tell me, all kinds of people tell me, like, slow down, Christina, and you know, I'm like a train sometimes, and it goes and goes and goes. So we have to set boundaries. We have to protect ourselves. If it doesn't feel good, it's not good. You, With self-care, you have to find a way to forgive yourself and let things go. That's all, A lot of times we blame ourselves when, let's say, we didn't understand something or we made a mistake. Uh, you're talking about self-care and self-talk and One thing I see a lot of people doing, and I try to correct them when I can, but people might use not a nice word for greeting each other or they'll call themselves, oh, I'm so dumb for doing that. And that should not come out of your mouth. And not even Mm -hmm. I don't come out of your mouth. And I know that sounds funny, but a lot of people use that as their 
crutch. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You really do know. I'm the one that doesn't know. Or I use that in my sessions a lot because a lot of people respond with the I don't know thinking, okay, I'm going to just move on from there. And actually, I'm going to dive more into that. And living intentionally, taking time, being mindful, and really living intentionally for you. Yes, you have other people that you care for, animals you care for, but make sure you're taking that time out for you. So if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't serve you, don't do it. That's my view. I like that. Alrighty. You know, um, I had an analogy that I had thought about earlier. In 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 life, everybody wants to know what's in it for me. You know, what's in it for me? And so, you know, for example, when I'm having a conversation with somebody, no matter what the conversation is about, whether it's in, whether intentionally or unconscious, or whether consciously or unconsciously, this other person is really wondering. You know, they they say to themselves at some level, "What's in this for me? Why do I need to listen to this? What's why is this important to me?" And the more vested a person is in in my outcomes, um, the more they'll want me to kind of side with what is in their best interest. And, you know, and so I, I use that analogy, and an example I'll use is, you know, I have to be careful not to overextend myself because, you know, a lot of times people may want me to participate in activities, to show up to different events, to, um, you know, just to be present in their situations. And I, and I know that I can't do everything. And, and every project and, and everything that somebody wants me to do doesn't necessarily fit into my agenda um, or, you know, what's in my best interest. And so I, you talked about boundaries, Cecina. I have to have boundaries to be able to say, you know, well, I appreciate the offer, but no thanks. Um, but if I don't learn those boundaries, if I don't learn how to say no, if I don't learn how to not accept everything that comes my way, I'll find out that I'm overwhelmed with, with stuff to do, and I really don't do anything well. Um, so, you know, self-love really, it, it takes a lot of um, going inside of self to figure out, is this the right thing for me to do? Is this the right decision for me to make? You know, should I should I say no to this? Should I say yes to this? Um, and, you know, and it's okay. You know, there are many times that it's okay to say, I can't do this or no. So I just wanted to throw that out. That sounds really good. Okay. So one of my friends on a, Facebook, mm-hmm. just one of my friends on Facebook uh, posted as her status one day. Why is my son always saying no? Why is it, <laughs> and why does he laugh every time? And then why does he laugh every time he says it? Like probably because that's something he just hears a lot. It's kind of like the first thing we learn, no, and then we lose it somewhere in adulthood. Like as children, we like we know we set our boundaries pretty quickly, but I don't know. Food for thought. I love that you always go back to child, Wanda. That is very authentic of you. Again, and that's so, well, where that's where the answers are. That's well, where we have the answers. We, then we forgot them. It's yeah. So yeah, pay attention to your children. Maybe that's why I don't have them. <laughs> oh, Lordy. <laughs> so, so yeah. those were a couple a couple of examples of um, of self love. Now, you know, what is destructive behavior? We talked about you know what is self love, and the opposite of that is you know de- you know self destruction. And according to Google, self destruction is behavior that causes Serious harm to oneself. Merriam's Dictionary.com states that self-destruction is the act of hurting or killing yourself. 
Now, we can often do things to hurt ourselves, and the results can show up immediately, or sometimes it takes years to see the coincidences of, of self-destructive behavior. Um, and some examples of, of self-destructive behavior can be smoking, cigarettes. You know, over over time, you know, it can do a lot of damage to to a lot of people's bodies. Um, eating unhealthy. I, I just watched a documentary um, yesterday about uh, this young this man, young man. I don't know how young he was, but he he did a documentary about soul food because he, you know, he was saying that his dad. He watched his dad over the years, you know, become obese from eating a lot of foods that were just unhealthy. You know, fried foods, food saturated in fat. Um, you know, just a lot of uh, unhealthy uh, choices. Um, and, you know, they were from the South, so, you know, pig feed and, um, you know, just just, just a lot of foods that um, are not really healthy over time. And fast food, you know, he even talked about fast food. So, you know, here and there, you know, may not be a big deal, but over time, eating unhealthy can really cause a lot of, of, of damage uh, to our bodies. Um, not being a good communicator can be self-destructive. Indeed. Because when, yeah, because when, I don't, when I'm not an effective communicator um, and people are maybe even trying to tell me that, I, you know, I'm not doing a good job of communicating uh, what I'm trying to say or my needs or my wants, it can cause a lot of, conf- uh, you know, um, ineffective communication can cause a lot of conflict. Um, it can cause a lot of problems. Um, not showing up emotionally, not allowing, you know, not allowing myself to feel my emotions and not allowing other people to kind of know, you know, what's going on with me. Over Over time, that could be self-destructive. Because I may, I may be, um, I may be missing out on some really healthy, loving relationship form that I could bond. That's not happening because I'm, I'm putting up barriers or boundaries. Um, holding on to negative feelings, holding on to resentment, um, holding on to hate holding on to jealousy, holding on to anger. You know, those are some emotions that over time are very self-destructive. Um, you know, not setting healthy, not or not setting goals, consciously setting goals. Yeah. Negative self-talk, and I I think Wanda, you or Wanda or or uh, Hasina spoke to that um, negative self-talk. Yes, you know, oh, uh, you know, I'm stupid, or I can't do this, or I'll never make it. Uh, this, this is never going to happen. Um, you know, and talking negatively about others over time, it, it, it really eats at us emotionally, sometimes even physically, spiritually, just not healthy. So what are your, you ladies, what are your thoughts on um, self-destructive behavior, self-destruction? Well, I am all about self-love. And I think the thing that I have in the last, few weeks or so, um, it's just really about raising your vibration, or at least for me, I can only speak to me, uh, is, is raising my vibration. So I find that I'd rather be angry than sad. Sad feels so much worse and so disempowering. So I've worked myself up to being comfortable with being angry. And when I'm angry, I feel like I have some of my power back. And I can work it. I can have these 
dialogues in my head and or not. Maybe I should put it on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, the anger is just take it to just take it to a place where it makes you feel better. The goal is just to feel better about where you are at any given moment where you are at that present moment. And sometimes in my life or in situations or whatever, I can feel bad about why have I gotten myself into this and be sad or just be angry that I have surrounded myself with fools who apparently are going to raise me up to another level. <laughs> That's, you know, I don't know. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta work the magic and make it feel better. So anger. I, I, so when people frown on anger, and, and right now there's a lot of angry people in this country, and it, you got, but you have to, it has to be constructive, and take it someplace where it's going to make things better, find solutions as opposed to beat things down, and beat people down. So. And I think that's real. I think that's real interesting, uh, Wanda, because when a person is sad or depressed, you know, it's like it's like um, hate on you know hating yourself from the from the um, mm. outside going in, inward, and depressed take it out on themselves. Absolutely, but when you get angry, you know, it's 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 that it's it's being um it's being directed outside of yourself. And a lot of people are more comfortable with people being depressed or sad than being angry, because it's you know yeah. it just takes you know it's harder to deal with an angry person, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, um, you know, but a- anger is that next step up. Yeah, and, you know, and up we that emotional ladder. We definitely, we definitely want to work out of anger. I'm not saying that's yes. a place to be and being for any length of time. Absolutely. But it is it's, Absolutely. it's it's more empowering than sadness. Absolutely. I just wanna say what you said again. Smoking okay. cigarettes, mm-hmm. eating unhealthy, ineffective communication, not showing emotion. Holding on to negative feelings, staying in abusive relationships, negative self-talk, and not setting goals. And as you were saying all those things, I can only think of a poem. And I guess in light of Black History Month, it it just came out of me. And it's just funny because I always think about this poem. And Langston Hughes is one of my favorite older poets from back in the Renaissance time. And I know everybody knows this one, so I'm just going to say it. No, they don't. (laughs) What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over like syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? Now, I, as you said, all of those characteristics of somebody that doesn't have self-love, it just made me think of that poem because that's what happens. I know you were talking about the external and what happens on the outside of you once you have all these thoughts or you're doing these characteristics or traits. But I think of the inside, and what happens is like you're hollow inside. You're, you're, the anger, the sadness, the negative feelings are festering. And, yeah, they're going to burst out. And if you don't address it, or when I think of that poem, I think of it visually, of when you have that cut or bruise and you keep on picking on it, picking on it, and you never let it heal, and it festers and it gets really gross. And I want to give you guys a visual so you see how much uh, impactful it is to look at those things in that way. Think about that person that smokes cigarettes. We all see those commercials on TV, that lady that has the voice box. Wow. Yeah. That one gets me. And then they show a picture of her. Did they not show them at dinner time? What did she say? (laughs) Did they not show them at dinner time? Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice, but they do. 
or even eating I'm unhealthy. trying to eat here. <laughs> they have those. I don't remember the name of the show, and I haven't really watched it. I probably just flipped or saw a commercial about it. When when you do eat yeah. unhealthy, and they have some of those on the TLC network, and mm. it's just, oof, they're like five, six hundred, and they got to be picked up by some special machine to get out of bed, and the rolls and their legs and their stomach and their arms and. They can't even see things that they should see down there. It's just, you know, so I think sometimes when we say these things, to bring it back to that visual makes it really hit home for people. So that poem always hits home for me. And we can go through every single one of the ones you use and say that. And then that visual is on Facebook now. What did you say? You have to post it on Facebook now. Oh, I will, I will, I will. I love that the match with this self-destruction. So that's yeah. my feel on that one. It's just that that part is so deep and so dark. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. having love is so light and mm. beautiful and just enlightening. And you're like awoke when you're able to have self-love for yourself. And that example that, yeah, that that was a really appropriate uh, poem. Thank you, Hasina. Um, And, you know, those examples that you gave are extreme examples, but that just goes to show you that, you know, when it comes to self-destructive being on one end of the spectrum and self-love being on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are a lot of in-between, you know, it's like a... um, a time, it's, it's like a, what is it called? A line. And it, 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 it um, you know, it, it goes from extreme to extreme. So, you know, when you talk about self-destructive, you know, it could be as severe as, you know, somebody being so overweight that they're, uh, you know, 400 pounds, 300 pounds, but it could be so subtle as, you know, it could be so subtle as, um, you know, someone just not, you know, paying attention and, you know, maybe they um, are, you know, for me, you know, when I gained a lot of weight, it didn't happen overnight. Um, it took it took years for me to put on that weight. And I can remember, I can remember like I, I in Cleveland, you know, we have corned beef restaurants and uh, corned beef and cheesecake, and I'd go get some corned beef and cheesecake, and, you know, I'd have this intuition would say to me, Katrina, if well, you that keep sound this. Sinful. Yeah, well, you know, well, you know, it kept saying, Katrina, if you keep eating this corned beef and but cheesecake it yummy. over time, you know, you're going to start putting on weight, and I'd be like, ah, and I'd just ignore it, you know, and mm. over time, subtly over time, you know, by by developing those unhealthy habits, you know, eating this and eating that and eating this, or oh, you're eating this and this and this and this and that, over time, I did gain a lot of weight. So it didn't, but it looked like, you know, when I looked up, it just seemed like overnight this weight had come on, but it didn't happen overnight. It was subtle. And And all along the line, you know, I had signs you know, that I just didn't pay attention to. And it's different for everybody. So that's yeah. why we have to be that's why we have to be so aware. So what we're gonna do now I think is cut to a commercial and when we come back we're gonna start talking about um talk about uh why is it important to understand the difference uh between self love and self uh, destruction and what are you know how self-awareness can help us to um, begin to heal and to begin to make the changes that uh, we need and deserve to make, um, you know, as we begin to become more aware of our our self-love patterns. All right. All right, ladies, going to cut. To this commercial. Back in two minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Satori Life Skills Institute is an instructional business institute offering business development classes to aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development. We are a team of consultants that specialize in specific areas of business. We come together to provide a comprehensive package of services using a holistic approach that ensures that you receive leading-edge information in leadership, social and emotional intelligence theory, and practical application. Satori Life Skills Institute is dedicated to empowering aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. We'll help you find the answers to powerful questions. How am I conducting business? Am I living my mission statement? Am I leaving this place better than I found it because of my contribution? We offer coaching sessions, consulting, and business and personal development classes. Satari Life Skills Institute. We've developed a series of classes that provide real-world tools and strategies that yield solid business, professional, and personal results. Basic bookkeeping, what business owners need to know. Be successful, how to start and stay in business. How to survive in the U.S. business culture. Networking to get business. We also offer free one-session workshops that provide education and resources that outline the steps that startups need for success. And then there's our Mastermind Business Group, an ongoing monthly support group that focuses on aligning goals, learning, and growth with other like-minded professionals. To learn more about our classes, visit us at SatariLifeSkills.com. That's SatariLifeSkills.com, S-A-T-A-R-I, LifeSkills.com. Or call 800-590-0056, SatariLifeSkills.com, or 800-590-0056. And join us here weekly on Positively Affirmative every Sunday at 5 p.m. Satari Life Skills Institute. Transform and grow your life and business. All right. And we're back. And it <laughs> wow. Wanda, you did a great job on that commercial. <laughs> great job. All right. So now uh, we're going to talk about why is knowing the difference between self-love versus self-destructive behavior in, in a person's personal life so important? And, you know, I want to I want to say that in our personal life, um, the quality of our relationships are based on whether, you know, whether we are uh, practicing self-love versus self-destruction the quality of our family life, our friendships, something as simple as our relationship with our neighbors um, are based on what we're practicing. Not how the other people are showing up, but how we're showing up. Um, and, And basically the quality of life that, we want to have a lot of times you know we want to have a great quality of life um there there are things that we want for our life there is a a a, a certain standard that we want to live and our our thinking how we think and how we behave but especially how we think has everything to do with how we show up um in those areas so what are, what are you what are your thoughts on that, ladies? Amanda, are you there? Oh, I'm here. I was gonna let you go because I felt like I jumped in the last time. Go ahead. Okay. No, I'm so used to you going first. In regards to the changes, I was just adding something on Blog Talk Radio. But when I think about the differences in regards to self love and self destruction. What is the difference? Hmm. And how as it addresses it as it relates to those different uh, areas of our life, right? The quality, and in, regards, mm-hmm. and in regards to quality relationships with our family and friends and neighbors, and our quality of life, it it's a big difference. 
it really addresses a lot. If you really want the most out of your life, it's better to have self-love. And I guess the next step that maybe we should talk about and hopefully we'll have time to talk about before the show ends is some tips to stay with self-love. We we need it in all levels. I can't even say what the difference is. We already spoke about it and what can happen if we have one polar end to another pole and either love or destruction. One's positive, one's negative. It's on two ends of the spectrum. And one is a great thing, one is a bad thing. And that's pretty much all I can say about it. It's it's pretty to me, it comes off very elementary, which one I would choose and what I need to put out there with my family and friends and neighbors. And to have that quality of life, I need to choose self-love. I'm all about self-love. Yeah, but sometimes you just have to, I think we have to, uh, in our in our own minds, decipher whether what is Self-love, I mean, because different people look at how we choose to self-love ourselves (laughs) as good or bad. So we have to make sure that it's self-love for us and not what someone else may perceive as self-love. As in, you you, you understand, I mean, there's a spectrum of, you know, going to the salad bar and I like tomatoes, but I don't like beats. So, you know. Right. Yeah. I can choose I, I, what you love. Ah, uh, you're funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And and self-love, it, it really takes a lot of going within and, and really figuring out what are my values? What are, what are my values? What is the quality of life that I want in my professional life? You know, what is the type of work-life balance that I want? How much time do I want to spend with my family versus the time that I spend with my um, at my job? What is the quality of 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 relationship I want to have with the people that I work with? And you know, very you know, and, and I find that I find that real interesting that work life relationships. Because most of us spend more time at work than we do at home. And so, you know, not to have a quality um, a quality of life in the work world, um, it's just, it's a real imbalance when you look at I'm the back. amount of time that we spend there. Okay. Well, that's when I believe that you have to discover your own values and live a certain way where life is going to honor you back, and that goes into your job. Now, in my field of work, it's pretty busy. So sometimes you're in a place where, you know, your values and their values don't line up. Maybe they're all about the bottom line. And for me, I'm not always about the bottom line. I'm also about actually helping my clients. So you have to make sure your life is honoring you back, your job is honoring you back, your family is honoring you back. So that goes back to even your community of people. Make sure you have people around you. Now, some people, family, you can't change your family, but have people that will love you back around you, whoever that might be. Make sure you're grounded. Make sure you have that support. Make sure those people around you are maybe working out on a regular basis. You want that vibration that you want around you to be in your friends or even your family that you speak to on a regular basis. I believe also, and this is just me going into some tips about it because I I know we share a lot of information, but because my thought process is very solution-focused, I always want to give some tips. Listen but before you do, wait, wait, before you before you do before you give those okay. tips, I just want to I just want to go over the definition of self awareness um, okay. because I believe that self awareness is is really the key to being able to to use those tips that you're about to provide um, 
to really use those tips um, mindfully. So self-awareness, MerriamDictionary.com says that self-awareness is knowledge and awareness of your own personality and character. And then YourDictionary.com says that self-awareness is a person's knowledge of themselves and their and their worth as a person. So as we begin to increase our self-awareness and our self-knowledge about who we want to show up as, how I want to show up as a person, and am I being the type of person that I want to be? You know, sometimes we want to be the type of person, sometimes we want people to have the type of people in our lives that we're not willing to be or that we're not showing up as. Um, You know, if I want to have loyal people in my life, I have to be a loyal person. If I want to have happy people in my life, people who are not um, constantly gossiping, I have to be the type of person that doesn't gossip. I have to learn how to be a happy. I have to begin to show up as the type of person that I want to have in my life. So I wanted to to say that, um, Hasina, go ahead. All right. Now, when I was also thinking about tips of what we can give our audience to mm-hmm. address self-love and how to have mm-hmm. that vibration on a regular basis, on a daily basis, on a minute, second basis, we have to do things different th- differently. So we already talked about valuing ourselves and doing things that honor us, and when we honor ourselves, that goes out and comes back the same way building a community, a friends, family, a network outside of friends and family that work for you. You you just spoke about that. You said, you know, if you want to be loyal, you got to be around people that are loyal, but you also have to do it too. You have to vibrate where they're vibrating if you really want that. Listen to your inner dialogue. And for me personally, I believe that your inner dialogue is God speaking to you. So with that said, it's very important to be still sometimes. Just take two minutes out of your time or, you know, when you're just focusing on one task at a time instead of trying to do five, as we do a lot in this world that we live in, listen to that inner dialogue and it will not steer you wrong. A lot of times you'll sit there and be like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, really, that's what you need to do. Your inner dialogue never makes you go the wrong way, ever, 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 ever. Another thing I don't believe we do is say things to ourselves that is self-love. Like, when's the last time you told yourself, looked in the mirror and said, I love you, you are beautiful, with a smile on your face? Yeah. When we think about how many words we use a day, it's about 16,000 to 20,000 a day, words. Now, how many of those words are we giving back to us? We're putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there. But when are we going to sit back and say, you know what, you're beautiful, inside and out. You know, you're you're funny, Wanda, <laughs> inside and out. Things like that. We don't do those things enough, I believe. And that's how we show self-love. Um, I know people that put on some lipstick. This is for the women, of course. They might put on some lipstick and kiss the mirror and then say how much they love each other. So they see that every day. That's a way of being affectionate to yourself. When are you really affectionate to yourself? Even when you're in the shower. Take time and really wash up. Don't just go slow down there. Slow down with the shower. (laughs) Okay, you're taking it somewhere, Wanda. I I feel like I talked to I talk to people every morning, and they're in the shower, or they're just getting out of bed, and yeah. And that's my virtue of my job. Let let me be clear. I work on the radio in the morning, so yeah, I'm waking up a lot of people, and and I get that a lot. Hey, I listen to you while I'm in the shower. Thanks. But, yeah. That's a compliment, Wanda. It's, al- it's always very refreshing. It's refreshing. I like it. And I like being part of everyone's day, that part of the day. So it's, I, I enjoy my job greatly for that reason alone. 
But right. like, go on. Do go on. Well, I love saying about saying that you love yourself and talking about taking time in the shower and really enjoying putting the soap on you and washing your arms, your underarm, your neck, behind your ears, things like that. Enjoy it because this is you and you're thankful for your body. That's your self-love right there. Writing little notes to yourself and reading them out loud of, man, you did a great job. Justina, when when you were talking about, um, you know, really taking time with yourself, today in my yoga class, um, our instructor, as we were, as we were, you know, doing, you know, going through our routines, he he made he always makes the comment, pay attention to your body, you know, spend some time with you, listen to the message that your body is giving you, and you know, don't don't be afraid to spend time with yourself and figure out what's going on with you, and that's what I hear that's what I hear you saying. You know, take time yeah. to spend time just with yourself, and and get to you know are the who, center who of the world. Yeah, I like that. Thank you for that. I like that. Yeah, just saying. It works for me. Are we all we here? Can't hear, we can't hear you, Hasina. She may be on mute again. I am. I am. Every time I mute. Hey, silence is golden. I'm behind the mute button. Give me a little time to ponder that thought. And I don't even know what you heard and what you didn't hear because I've been talking to myself for most of this. Uh, Well, we didn't didn't hear that earlier. I, I did the same thing earlier. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> well, like I was saying, write daily love notes to yourself. I don't know if you heard that part. <laughs> you didn't, but you didn't. But that your self-confidence. You did. Good. Also, the, the toxic habit in relationships. Now, Katrina, you already addressed that one. I don't feel like I need to even go into that. But Say also, it again. I didn't hear you. I didn't understand you. Say it again. I said cut away the to- toxic habits in relationships. Okay, that's the cabinet. Yes, yes, yes. The friends that were loyal. And last but not least that I'm thinking about is craft a wellness routine that you can fall in love with your your body, your mind, your soul. We don't do that enough. I know, Katrina, I shared yours with mine. Mine was waking up an hour earlier than I usually wake up. It didn't work out. So I'm back to the lab with that one. But take time for you, even if you can carve out 10 minutes, 5 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's about taking that time and revisit it and revisit it until you find a good routine, a good ritual that works for you. That goes back to crafting that wellness routine. It could be your spiritual life, uh, what you eat, studying if you're in school or you're doing something with that, with work. If you know you have to do certain things at a certain time, getting those things done first. Because it's nothing like being able at the end of the day when we bring it back to the workplace or in your business to give yourself on a pat a pat on the back at the end of the day and say, I did that, it's done, I feel good, I did awesome. Yeah. So those are some of my tips. I think that yeah, I think those are um I think those are some really, really great tips. Um you know, yeah, yeah, really really great tips. And um I know a routine that I am going to to begin to add, you know, once a week I, I take yoga and it it makes me feel so good mentally, physically and spiritually that there are and then I do a two-hour yoga class. So, you know, there are one or two routines that I'm going to pick out every week and practice them here, you know, at home. You know, and I mean, I've been taking yoga for some time now, but I'm I'm just to the point now where I'm ready to begin to do some things on my own. So when we begin to, you know, practice self-care, sometimes it takes time. Um, so don't beat up on yourself. 
up on yourself for not doing it, you know, when you think you should do it or, you know, or the way you think you, you know, if you had thought you should have did it one way and you did it a different way. You know, we have to learn how to be gentle with ourselves. Um, also, I want to say that um, be aware, when we talk about self-awareness, be aware of your physical environment. Who are the people that you're allowing in your circle? Who are you people? Yeah. Um how do Very how do they make how do they make you feel? Um and is there beauty in your surroundings? You know, when you go into your 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 bedroom or your living room, you know, that part of the house that you that's your sanctuary. You know, can you know? Is it fixed up in a way that that makes you feel good? You know, are you able to go to the park or go go you know to the beach or go somewhere that's surrounded in beauty? You know, our surroundings are so important, and a lot of times we're not able to. Sometimes we're able to create the beauty that we want in our. Our, our world that we live in, but sometimes we have to go outside of where, you know, outside of our personal space, and sometimes we have to go places that make us feel good, that's surrounded in beauty. What are your thoughts about that, ladies? I do that weekly, every day. Yeah. Not for me, not for me, it's just places I can walk my Oh, you sound far away, Hasina. You sound far away. That's Wanda. Wanda, actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You sound cool. I, I just I like I I like to find places to walk my dogs that are sometimes new and exciting for them, but I guess new and exciting for me as well. And so that is that is part of my adventure on a daily basis is, is new new and exciting, inspiring places to be. If I can't get out of the country, well, I'll just get out of the uh, zip code. Okay. <laughs> I like that. You know, I, I like that. And most of the places that we live, you know, they there's so there's so much beauty around if we pay attention. Mm-hmm. And we may have to go out of our zip code in, in order to, to find it. Uh, absolutely. And the last point that I would like to bring up is, Pay attention to how we talk to ourselves and how we talk to others. I think I mentioned it earlier. I know Hasina mentioned it earlier. But, you know, ask yourself the question, am I breathing in, am I breathing in and, and out life or death with the words that I use and the thoughts that I think on a regular basis? And your thoughts speaking- are even more important. Yeah. Yeah. Because the universe really responds to your to your vibe and, and you can say all the words you want, but if you're not vibrating what you're really and what you're not if you're not feeling it, the universe isn't gonna connect with you. That's that's the connection that the universe needs. The universe needs you to feel it. It's so tricky. Keep trying. Absolutely. <laughs> So those are, you know, those are the tips that we definitely wanted to to offer to our listening audience. Um, so we're going to bring this edition of <clears throat> Positively Affirmative to a close. It is that time. Um, we want you to come back next week, bring a friend, and, and share the prosperity. All right, ladies, have a, ha- have a, great, have a great week, ladies. Oh, All right. Yeah. I don't know what team I'm. I don't know what team I'm rooting for, but I think that's Peyton. I know who I'm rooting he's, for. Super if he's Bowl. going out, he needs to go out in style, baby. Go All right, out, Peyton. Ha- have a good Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'd like to thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. 
we teach aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development how to create positive shifts in their work life and balance so they can become the director of their own life stories. Is your life story one you would love to see improve? Then join us here live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.